Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Carbon Queries, the interactive show where we, Ruckus Composites, answer your carbon fiber-related questions. You can submit online using the hashtag CarbonQueries or directly to us through email. That one can be a real January one. It's not that far away. It is. A, this is a January one. What year? 2019. Oh, my God. I went back in time again. You did. No, this isn't 2025. This episode? The year. I'm maybe. Time is relative, isn't that? Did I ever tell you that Stephen Stephen Hawking threw a time traveler cocktail party? No. And he's he's so smart. Um, Rest in peace. He threw a time traveler cocktail party, like party party, and he made a big deal out of it. But he put out the invitations after the event. (laughs) Right? (laughs) <laughs> got me he was mm. really good with humor that's awesome yeah i mean it's just one of those things you're like yeah now that you say it do it just you're a brilliant man i love that he had a long history of pranks and jokes that, that is awesome yeah he was just a little rascal scientist yeah that's two scientists. Well, one a scientist per episode. That's a more. That's a household name. I hope. Oh yeah, yeah. Faraday on the other one. Mm, Question. God, I definitely know the name. I just forget the Faraday principle, right? Yeah. I mean, it's about charged particles. Okay. His big one is the Faraday cage. Faraday cage. Yeah. Sure. What's the story of how? Isn't there like some story of that how, how that came to be? Mm, Wasn't he competing no. with? Wasn't he competing with somebody? Are you thinking of Tesla? No. Competing with Edison. No. I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know. This is why I'm asking. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I almost made a really dumb, another dumb electromechanical physicist joke. Let's give the people what they want, Sean. This is going to be a James Clark Maxwell joke, but like... Give the people oh, what they I want. Don't I don't know. I'm All done. All right. All right. So be, we answered. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't be so negative. Oh, no, we're... No, oh. <laughs> Great episode. All right. <laughs> Next one. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah. All right. Episode 27, 2025. <laughs> Here this one we did, are. This one got off on a weird start. Uh, hey, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. But we are back from the future now, mm-hmm. giving you episode 27. Oh, this makes sense on a couple levels, actually. But we'll just roll with it. Exactly. Um, but here yeah, we are. This is a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Who's it from? Uh, it's a second question. Second submission from our friend, Chiefy. Chief. H-S-I-C. I forget where you are. Good content, though. Where are you? You get it, Chiefy. Yeah. Another great question. This Has he ever clarified his name? Cheffy? Chiefy? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know either. I like Chiefy better than Cheffy. So, hmm. hey, here we are. And I think he, he's the head engineer, so I think that makes him... Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. Remember... People, he's some kind of testing would... engineer. Oh, really? Yeah. If people want to record video questions... Yes, this is something we're pushing. If yeah, you, I think it'd be super fun. If you want to record... If you want to hear yourself on this podcast... We will do it. We will do it. Unedited. Unedited. You yeah. have to send us your question through Instagram... Right. ...or Facebook, or however you send it to yeah, us. Yeah, you can mail us a cassette tape. Dan oh. has a cassette tape oh. there. <laughs> Good old antiquated Dan over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> antiquated. He took his philosophy to work today. Your high wheeler? Yeah. Portland, am I right? Um, That's a big fender. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine making a fender for a high wheeler? That would be the April. most annoying fender set in the plane because one tiny rear wheel and one giant front. <laughs> 
Uh, we'd be pro- we'd probably be the first the first uh, penny farthing yeah fenders. There are penny farthing races every year. I know, those, and we know that fenders crit. and we know that fenders don't slow you down. Yeah. So you've seen the penny farthing crit, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my about. god, it is just. I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't go worse. I'll say that. You mean more like Red Hook? Yeah, yeah, Red Hook. I just woof. Yeah. I mean, I'm, hats I'm off all, to people that race it. You what? I said hats off to people that race it. Yeah, and it. I'm all for anything that gets people into cycling, but I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Oof. Scary. Super scary. Yeah, the penny farthing crit. I, You know, I'd be a real Brompton crit guy because they also do a crit, I think. Yeah, they do. And who, someone does a mountain bike crit. Is it the land run or is it whiskey off-road? I think both. They do one. Yeah. And I always thought that, I mean, uh, handlebars are a little wide. That's a little obnoxious because crits, I mean, they're tight. They're supposed to be tight. And if everybody's running 800 millimeter bars. No, man, you bring your crit bars, you chop down 600s. What if? That's like a five minute swap. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Or even quicker if you just cut them and then just not change them. Dude, this is why you're in charge. (laughs) I got ideas. I got ideas. All right. Chiefy. So back to... Back to the question here. Uh, Chiefy's question. If impact damage is the main cause of carbon failure, then why do companies insist on using unidirectional plies on outer surfaces, the outermost layer, especially in rims? I think this came up, from my understanding, that this dude burns through wheels. And by burns through, I mean absolutely trashes them. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say your name. Yeah, but he, what is this, your third or fourth pair? We're not going to talk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know this. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What is it, What is he doing? I don't know. But Is they, he using a tire? It doesn't look like it. Because what was that? Who did that video? McCaskill. Oh, yeah. McRaskill. Yeah. I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danny McRascal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, I appreciated that video. It was a little hard to watch. Just because oh, you're like, oh, stop smat breaking stuff. No. Man, that's fine too. But yeah, so this, he, he trashes rims. Okay. And I think he, right, rightly so, is a little bit frustrated. Yeah. That there's not more external visible layer protection. Yeah. It's not. Ugh. So the main reason why they don't is, well, a couple of reasons. I'm going to say two main ones, weight and cost. Obviously thicker if you were using like a tech stream, much heavier. Uh, well, no, no, no. But, well, I mean, you can put it on as an outer aesthetic layer, but it's just going to add weight to add an extra ply on the outside. You're not talking a lot, but the hard thing also about doing, so the main other reason where extra weight gets added, we even have problems with this, is you get, um, when you use like a woven exterior, you get slight pinholing. And it takes forever to finish it correctly to make it look good. So you use a little more clear coat, which, yeah, you got to get on a wheel. Your wheel is now 10 grams ever. Not a lot, but when you're splitting hairs on it or splitting fibers. Hey, yo. Hey. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, enough for some one of you weight nerds to be looking at a chart and be like, well, 10 grams heavier. Well, I can't do this build. Yeah. That's how people are. Well, not maybe some, not all. Not all people. Not, of that's course not, not how people That's are. why I said you weight nerds. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, I thought it was you, W-A-I-T, like Comma you weight nerds. nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> you weight nerds. That's uh, a give me your lunch money, kid. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a good title for a podcast. But... You wait, nerds? Yeah. <laughs> so we just delay everything. 
Like us answering like, this yeah, question right now. <laughs> you wait, nerds. We'll get to the answer soon. Next Tune week. in next week. Yeah. <laughs> I could see the finishing being a, a pain. serious pain. And in honestly, ears. if they're a single woven layer on the outside, is if he's smashing rims, it's not going to help at all. Like maybe if he it sounds like he should. I mean, I kind of wish dream dream business unsuccessful dream business. Like he's riding carbon rims rides them hard mm-hmm. or like even our joel here who is i don't know how heavy he is 140 150 140 pounds he smashes rims lower oh boy he just rides hard which is awesome i mean good for him but i'm just like okay i'm 50 pounds heavier and i don't smash but i'm a, i ride much more softly we don't huck no and um like when's the last time you jumped on purpose on a bike. <laughs> uh, not very high. I don't know. Almost never. Yeah. Me. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I try not to leave the ground. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not good enough for it that. It takes a lot of energy to get a 26-inch rigid bike off the ground. Oh. <laughs> especially when, you're, especially when you're in flats. <laughs> Sorry. That was weeks ago. Uh, that's <laughs> It was. I forgot about. Oh, I almost forgot. That was um, weeks ago. Ye old click a tat. Oh. Um. But um. So one thing I think would be cool is if a company was like, "Hey, let's tune." You know, like a custom carbon frame. You can tune it. Like, what if there's a custom carbon wheel company mm-hmm. that like had the shape and mold and is like, "Meh, yeah, we're we're gonna add three more plies in here for you," mm-hmm. and they're on the inside, and that makes it a little harder and it's heavier, but like. I'm sure he wouldn't mind if his wheels were 50 grams heavier if he didn't break them. Yeah, so he doesn't have to replace them all the time. And it kind of depends how he's breaking them, too, honestly. But, like, uh, yeah, if you weren't replacing them, like, everybody would take a weight penalty for reliability. You say that, but I don't think that's true. I think it's totally true because I think that it's like, okay, we talk about this all the time in our hatred of tubulars. Yes. Same idea. That people are taking... They're not super... I mean, I don't think they're that reliable of a system, personally. Tubulars? Yeah. I don't like them. I... No. It's just like... I don't think there's... I see zero point to using them. If you're not a professional. Right. I'll clarify. We're having somebody else just do all the work for you. Right. If you're a professional, then yes. Go nuts. Get that extra half percent. But it's just like such a pain. If you roll one once and you're like, oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a great example. See, I don't, off track. Yeah. Um, no, I I retake that example. Okay. I take it back. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't where I wanted it to go. But yeah, I don't. I mean, you. I think you think all carbon wheel people are weight weenies, and that's not the truth. I don't. Th- I don't think so. You don't think that they all are. No, but I don't. I don't think they're weight weenies. But I think people that are buying carbon rims are interested in weight. I think every cyclist nearly is, unless they're riding a Surly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a human-propelled vehicle. Yeah. Weight matters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why not make it light? Mm-hmm. I mean... We're talking about W-A-I-T here. <laughs> you wait, nerds. <laughs> yeah. I love no, that. you're right. It does matter. Yeah. I think it does matter. Because how much do we talk about all the time? Do you like, oh, my damn commuter bike is so heavy. Blah. That's like, you talking, not me. I know. I complain <laughs> about it all the time. Yeah, I mean, oh. That <laughs> keeps pulling the hooks out of the wall, <laughs> <laughs> hanging in my garage at home. <laughs> that happened here. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. yeah. 
Um, yeah, somebody else installed the hooks. It wasn't anybody in this room, we'll say that. That's true. Anyway. Um, but you're right. It does matter, and people do care about it. I think I do project weight weaniness onto carbon owners. Yeah, I mean, it's more, I think at this point, it's uh, ride quality and wheel strength. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I own uh, three pairs of carbon wheels now. It's hard to go back. Yeah. I mean, you just feel like... Yeah, I was talking with our long-term shop buddy, Preston. Oh, yeah. And because um, he was he wants to get wheels for his new bike. And I was we were just talking about different wheels. And I put together this, like, 30, like, heavier spoke count, 32-spoke bladed. I didn't bladed, no. Just tr- triple-butted DT Revolutions? Something. Fancy DT. Mm-hmm carbon wheel for my mountain bike and i have a scott scale 900 rc super stiff frame and i have a sid xx fork on it on my cross country bike and i just had regular stands wheels on it for the longest time and i never noticed anything at road grade it's light whatever but then i put these carbon wheels on it and the frame's stiff and the wheels are stiff but i said it's the first time i ever noticed significant fork flex Wow. Yeah, it was super noticeable, and it kind of beat me up because also like that whole bike got the stiffness just went through the roof on it, and it was actually more comfortable riding the like softer, lower spoke tension stands yeah, wheels. Because planing can make you faster. We also know well, that. That's a different thing, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Flex doesn't actually slow you down. This is also another yeah. big myth. But it just like when it, so yeah, flex. <laughs> You're getting me. It's a new year. <laughs> it's a new year. <laughs> this episode's going to come out quarterly. Um, uh, but, you know, it's like, to talk long term about it, like, you want, for mountain bikes especially, anything with a suspension, you want the stiffest thing possible. Because it means your bearings and your suspension and your seals are not being twisted and distorted at all. They, they get to actually be more accurate. Mm-hmm. So that's why one of the reasons I think carbon full suspension bikes with carbon wheels are amazing because the suspension isn't twisting. It's not bending or, you know, you have to ride a rigid fork. And I was going to say yet again, when I noticed it, when I built these carbon wheels and put them on a stiff frame, a stiff wheel set, the fork was so flexible all of a sudden. And it was really weird how that felt very noticeable. And then I put a pike on it and just took care of everything because it's a much bigger stanchion fork. And it's not a dig on the SID. It's fine, but it's just kind of noticeable. Yeah. When you have all these pieces together that you need to, like, many pieces build the system. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with this. Oh, back to the question, where I think it'd be awesome as a custom wheel builder, if I was to build our buddy Chief see some wheels, mm-hmm. I would, you use unidirectional, it's just great for layup and strength and ease, but what we've seen on a lot of cool mountain bikes, um, Joel brought in that brand new Evil, remember, maybe we repaired it and shipped it already, oh, we definitely repaired it and shipped it already, I don't know if you remember it, but it kind of just came through, oh. top two prepared, but... Remember, it was just like that one Yeti where it's like a couple layers of uni, layer woven, couple layers of uni, layers of woven. This evil was the same way. Oh, okay. It's a little heavier. Yeah. You know, it's like Yetis are cool bikes. They're not known to be ultralight. I don't think they care, and that's fine. I don't think they should. Same thing with evil. It's not a light bike. But it makes such a, like, more damage-resilient frame. Yeah. Because when we ultrasound scanned the evil, the top, the damage on the top tube stopped at the first layer of woven i think it was a plain weave i don't remember joel did it but like maybe it was twill i don't know but it was stopped at that layer 
Whoa. Yeah, and that was the cool so thing about seeing it. did its job. There did its job. That's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't like a super, I don't remember what broke it, but it was cool to see that because then when the ultrasound scanned it, you know, you could see right where it stopped, stopped at that layer, and then the, everything below it was fine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, there's, a, you know, a lot of people are afraid of carbon breaking, but like there's ways around it. Yeah. You know. Make it well. Yeah, it's always going to be a little heavier than you want it to be. So is that what's going on with that spot that we got into? Because that bike is thick. Oh, I don't know. I have not inspected it yet. Because it has, it is a tech stream exterior. It is, which is interesting. It's got a weird suspension. Did you ride uh, it around the shop? I didn't ride it around the shop, but I saw the suspension. And it is. It looks weird. It's super weird. It's got like a composite spring on it yeah whoa so it's like a lauf no because it uses a full suspension it's a it's got a full rear shock it's got a shot a fox something on the back okay but then it uses that like oh yeah yeah it does but did you see it's also a single pivot bike yeah it's it's pretty wacky i would i've never i don't pay attention to spot at all but like i would love to ride that thing yeah because even i just kind of like sat on it and pushed the suspension it's very very positive feeling Mm -hmm. joel was telling me the people spot and other people have been saying that if you're the type of person that likes like the the endless bottomless feel of a good like not good but you know that very long stroke of a suspension that people are going to hate this bike because it feel almost feels like a hardtail is what people have been saying i don't know i don't have any experience so i would it. say it feels to me more like a coil for a coil shock to me i'm a lot heavier than joel and that bike's pretty big yeah so to me when i messed around with it a little bit it felt very linear like the shock felt linear responsive mm. instead of like a little more parabolic and yet again it's a single pivot suspension so it already kind of feels weird right off the bat but like it felt very linear when you sat on it. Hmm. And I kind of liked it, honestly. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Do you know the model? So we can... No idea. Anyway, if you're interested, it's a new... It's pretty new spot. It's got to be pretty new. Yeah, I don't know if it's this year's model or last year's model, but it's the full suspension they do. Um, if you Oh, go it has the, some wacky name on the suspension. Well, naturally, it, it has some wacky name on yeah, it. Yeah, but if you want to find out what we're talking about, we'll put a link in as well on our website. But go check it out. It's really, really Yeah, weird. it uses a composite spring. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all all things considered, it's a pretty good-looking bike. I mean, the finish on it is all Yeah, it is, is pretty really... good-looking. I mean, just yet again, I didn't know Spot made anything in carbon. I, yeah, I was surprised to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's just not one you ever really come across. But... Yeah. But again, that bike is super thick and also has a Textream outer layer. But it's probably... Yeah, that's just for show. Yeah, it's probably just one ply, right? Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to get into it and see what's into it. And I think you're, I'm seeing, we're seeing a lot more mountain bikes go to a more varied layup for damage prevention, depending how the bike's being used, right? If mm-hmm. you, There's still a lot of like ultralight XC frames out there that's just like, you build them light. Yeah. Didn't we have like an S-Works a stump jumper hardtail that was like ridiculous light? I remember it was a while ago. It was this summer or last summer. Or it was like crazy light. Yeah, it was just like, what? Yeah, it was like lighter. It like felt like an Amanda. Yeah. It was like Amanda 700 light in a mountain yeah, bike. It in was a mountain bike. stupid. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Though. Like it made, it makes the Scott 900 RC feel heavy. And that bike's also really light. That bike's really light. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. I've always have kind of wanted to build a weight weenie mountain bike. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, w- I, W-A-I-T, we're still talking about, right? You wait, weenie. 
right. Go back to that. Yeah. Go back to that. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. We've we've bantered quite a bit on this. Yeah. But in summary, Chiefy, to answer your questions, the reason that there are a couple reasons, right, that we're not seeing more woven layers externally because it's really difficult to finish, which yeah. is going to make it much more expensive and it's going to make it heavier. And whether that is more clear coat, whether that's more, you know, layers on the inside or to beef it up overall. So you have to use less on the outer. It's just expense. Yeah. I mean, for for companies, you know, Roval just, used to make a lot. I've just looked at some on that epic out there. Um, Roval, you know, which is owned by Specialized mm-hmm. Wheel Company, um, does a woven wheel. I think a few companies do it. I'm pretty sure We Are One has a woven external layer. Do they? I think so. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. See, now that would be a company he should hit up because they could probably, eh, they're Canadian shredders. Yeah. So he should hit them up. I bet they'd make him a strong ass wheel. Yeah. I mean, I think their wheels are super strong ass. I would love to get one here. Yeah. We we haven't talked about, when did we interview him? Like two years ago? Mm. You're in a little boy that goes fast. It was this year. It was early this year. 2018 last year right Jeez. yeah who are the we futures now yeah exactly yeah but they it was early make, last year yeah i mean their wheels were i was pretty impressed by them yeah and that'd be kind of a cool i don't know maybe they'd ask them to put two more. layers of two layers of twill on the outside for you one on the inside one on the outside oh, or one yeah. in the middle more than more than anything one in the middle yeah um depending on whatever their layup is i don't know but yeah it'd be kind of cool yeah custom wheels quit breaking your hucking wheels chiefy or don't or I don't, don't i don't know, know. So that's all we got for you. If you liked this podcast, where can they find us, Dan? Oh, wait, they're already listening, so they already found us. Dan, where can they tell their friends to find us? Anywhere you Whoa. get your podcasts. Oh. <laughs> but specifically, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Are we still on Google Play? Yeah, we are. Cool. Yeah. Do we Have we ever looked at the analytics of that? No. Yeah. We should pull those up. Maybe, maybe there's some in there. Maybe. We'll let you know next episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we just had to me- remember that we're on a whole other platform. Yeah. It's hard oh. to keep up with the world. You're telling me. I mean, Google Plus is shut down. They're shutting it down. Or is it shut down or is it... Didn't know that. Yeah, they had a huge data breach. Oh, God. Yeah. The world is just oh, data boy. breaches. Oh, boy. That's a different topic. We'll see you on the breach. Breach of the beach? Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah reach the beach oh yeah. that's a run right yeah but you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts including google play if you're there yeah like comment share tag your friends ask us a question send us a voice send us a voice question a voice question if you want or to be video on the show or video yeah i'll take the audio from it yeah yeah you can do that i can definitely do that <laughs> cool yeah 100 percent. i can do that well that's what we got for y'all hope you're enjoying 2019 so far your resolutions are going great mm-hmm. i've had a bunch of chips since last time we talked so that sounds good it's going going pretty good for me so far definitely gotten out on the bike and the snowboard so really yeah that's cool yeah. when did you get out on the snowboard you finally got that lift ticket yeah i did cool i'm proud of you yeah thanks cool yeah it was a christmas gift oh thanks mom and dad <laughs> are you i hope you're listening <laughs> I hope I make you proud. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you later. We're out of here. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Carbon Queries. If you've liked this episode, please go on to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star or an honest rating. 
If you have a question to submit, please submit it on any social channel using the hashtag carbonqueries or send us directly to email.